Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good morning. It is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time to talk Super Bowl with two guys who won a Super Bowl ring. Richard Sherman, Keyshawn Johnson. Morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Skip. Good morning, Good morning, Skip. All right, let's get right to it. Richard, you won't be with us tomorrow and Friday, so it is time to put you on the hot seat, to get you on record. I, I'm pretty sure I know where you're going with this, although I would love it if you'd surprise me, but who wins this Super Bowl and what is the score, please? I, I feel like I started the year with the Super Bowl prediction that I'm gonna give right now. I don't uh -huh. know if my score was attached to it, but yeah. uh, I got the San Francisco 49ers beating the Kansas City Chiefs 27 to 24. Wow. Uh, I think it's going to be Shocking. a dogfight of a game. I think yeah. both teams are going to have success defensively and offensively. But I think it's going to come down to Brock Purdy being able to execute down the stretch. I think the San Francisco 49ers defense is going to make the necessary plays. I'm not sure that the Kansas City Chiefs are as strong on the outside at tackle as they have been in the past. Joe Tooney is out. Yeah. Um, so him and Creed Humphreys, the, the dynamic duel that they have inside are, are cut in half. I think that that's going to leave room for, for Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead to have some success. Nicholas John Bosa in the game, along with Fred Warner, trying to contain Travis Kelsey with, with some help from Tayshawn Gibson and the Rook, um, Jair Brown. So that's where I'm at, Skip. All right. Yeah, it's interesting because when you look at it, San Francisco 49ers, Skip, have been favored in all 20 games this season. The only other team to do that is the 2021 uh, Kansas City Chiefs, which eventually lost to the AFC Championship game. This to, is all based on 17-game season. Yeah, based on 17-game season yeah. uh, to the Cincinnati yeah, Bengals right. back in 2021. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and the reason I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs is simple, the quarterback. They've got the better quarterback, although Brock Purdy is obviously playing phenomenal football. But let's be honest with ourselves. They got the better quarterback, period. I don't care about Super Bowl numbers or any of those things. Not only do they have the better quarterback, they have a quarterback that has scored in three tries against the San Francisco 49ers, 30-plus points in every single game in his career. If you go back to 2018, he hung 38 on them. In week three, you go to the Super Bowl, he hung 31 on them. And then week seven last year in Levi Candlestick slash Park, yep. he put 44 on him. So did. I don't see why he couldn't at least hang 29 on this defense. I got the score 29-24. Close to your score, Richard, except it's a little bit flipped for me. Hmm. Okay. 
So Richard makes nothing but valid points, obviously. And I am fascinated by this matchup. And I do think I do agree with both of you. It's going to be a close game. And I cannot wait to watch the two offensive masters match up, Kyle and Andy going at it, play calling. I think there's some mastery going on on defense with the play calling, too, with Coach Wilkes and Coach Spags. So I love the coaching matchups. I love the physical matchups. I love the emotional matchups. But in the end, I, I have to go with Keyshawn on this because the more I think about it, it just comes down to me. It's very simple. It's Patrick Mahomes against Mr. Irrelevant. I, I mean, it just is. In the, in the very end, it's a Patrick Mahomes who struggled through the regular season, as we know. The team struggled. He, he had his career high in interceptions during the regular season. And all of a sudden, the Chiefs caught fire. Travis Kelsey recaught fire just when I thought he was hitting the wall just when I thought he was worn out physically mentally by all the Taylor Swift this and that and the other he caught fire again against Miami in the first playoff game and never looked back and Patrick as he said the other day I'm different now because in the postseason Patrick Mahomes has completely changed the way he plays to me He's become the opposite of Brock Purdy. There's no risk-taking whatsoever. He's actually dinking and dunking at a supremely high level because Patrick Mahomes in three playoff games, two of them on the road, has zero turnover-worthy plays where he threw one bad pass that could have been picked. So he had his career high in interceptions, and he hasn't even come close to an interception in three playoff games leading up to this one. And to me... His defense is a little hotter than the San Francisco defense, which, which leads to the big question off the Detroit game. We talked and talked about this. Obviously, Kyle and Coach Wilkes blasted the defense for lack of effort against Detroit. But are we sure it was just lack of effort? Was there some flaw exposed just a little bit that you can run on this defense? It, it, it had its shaky moments, then it locked back down in the second half while Kansas City's defense just seems to get a little hotter and a little hotter and a little hotter. And when I look back on what they did at Baltimore against Lamar that I think is going to be the unanimous MVP, and I thought he was going to own this game, and he did not own that game for whatever reason. But a lot of the reason was the Kansas City defense. So when I add all that up, the underdogs, as, as a two-and-a-half-point dog, are the Chiefs. And so you're telling Patrick Mahomes that he's an underdog to the final pick in the draft. I, I just think all the motivation is going to be pro Mahomes in this. And it just feels like, once again, it's their time. It just feels like they're hotter right at, at the right place at the right time. And I'm, I'm going to go, <laughs> if you make me pick, I, I'm going to go a little bit lower scoring than you guys are because I think both defenses are very good, obviously. But I'm going to go 24-22 Chiefs and Mahomes as the MVP without doing anything spectacular. I, the, I think the over-under for his passing yards is 260. I don't think he'll get there. I think it'll be more in the <coughs> 220 range that he'll pick his spots and Kelsey will catch eight or nine balls for 100 yards 
and a couple of touchdowns, and that will do it. I, I, I actually think that he'll give you exactly what you've been looking for, that 300-yard game. Do you? Kept screaming. Whew. No, I do. I think he'll throw for 300. But it won't be him necessarily throwing for the 300. It'll be yak yards after the catch with Rasheed Rice. Okay, to start with Kelsey, to start with MVS, a big play over the top, to give him those yards, right? He'll be very efficient. You, you don't think he'll be running the ball 50-50? No, I think so. You know? But but when we talk about the yard standpoint, you know how you've been screaming and hollering that he's never thrown for 300 yeah, yards? He's never thrown for 300 well, he's yards? He's never even come close. Never come close, no. da, 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 da. Yeah. He will this particular game. But how he'll get it, though, is simple. They'll be run after catch. They'll be slip screens, things of that nature. All of a sudden, they're big, gulping 40-yard catch and runs. I think that's what will happen in this particular football game. He will still take the easy money because he studied Tom Brady and the New England Patriots over the last several weeks to understand how to eliminate the risk-taking. And that's what Tom did very well. He made sure not to take risks, and he protected the football. So, obviously, Patrick Mahomes has learned something from that. That's why you mentioned he did. He hadn't had any crucial-looking plays that made you go, oh, God. Not one. He hadn't done those things. No. And that's a plus for him. But I just think that people like Rasheed Rice uh, run after the catch. Kelsey, run after the catch. A big play over the top for MVS. Who knows what they do with Kadarius uh -oh. Tony? All of a sudden, maybe there's a maybe. shovel pass that gives him those yards. You know what I'm saying? Where he's completing a high clip, but nothing down the field. I'm surprised you're saying that because the run after catchers belong to the other team. Well, right? I mean, Rashid Rice does a pretty right, good right, job of running a, after yeah. the catch. Yeah. Does that's, a pretty good job with the football that's that's hands. Yeah. I think, I think you guys are, are, you know, I'm listening to you. I'm, I'm hearing you out. I hear a lot of great things about Patrick Mahomes. No question, they are true. But I think you are forgetting the other side of the ball. You're forgetting the, the team on the other side of the ball, the San Francisco 49ers, Christian McCaffrey. They have two MVP candidates that are on the ballot. Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy. Both of them will have a really good game. George Kittle, one of the best tight ends. Well, I, honestly, first team All-Pro, so considered the best tight end in football for this season, particularly yep. playing great football. He could he could open his game at any time. You know, we 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 forget the last time these two teams played outside of a, a phantom offensive pass interference call right before the half. He was having a, a pretty good game, and he could have success. That's a matchup they may look to exploit. Debo Samuels, Brandon Ayuk. There's a number of matchups that you feel really good about on the San Francisco 49ers side. Spags does a great job bringing pressure. He does. But Brock Purdy is the number one quarterback against pressure. Hey, you bring pressure, he responds well, usually has answers, usually makes the right play, gets yards after, after the catch from his receivers, from his tight end. Juwan Jennings is a, is, a, is a pleasant surprise, but he's a big play waiting to happen at all times, always Available, always reliable. These guys are going to have big games. Then you say, this D-line has been relatively quiet. This will be the worst offense they have faced in this playoffs, statistically. Statistically, the worst offense. The best quarterback they faced, but statistically, the worst offense in terms of rankings of their, their rush offense, their pass offense, their, their offensive lines. And losing Joe Tooney is a huge deal. Creed Humphreys, one of the best offensive linemen in the National Football League. But losing the other guy is going to hurt. Obviously, his backup played really solid versus Baltimore. He did. But this D-line is, 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 is poised and ready to go because they have been called out. They have been, been, been criticized openly all week long about the effort they gave last week. I expect that to change dramatically this week. Okay. I, gave, I gave him 24 points, Richard. Yeah. I didn't talk bad about the Niners. 
Mm. I gave him 24 points. I just yeah, think you, that Patrick about, Mahomes yeah. in the 300 yards is something that he's going to reach, and he's going to reach it because of the run after catch. That's all I said. No one, no one is saying that San Francisco is not going to put up a fight. Stop being so sensitive, man. I'm not being sensitive. I'm just saying you talk about yards after the catch when the other team has probably three I, but, or four but guys we were with more yards talking, after the catch. But we were not talking about <laughs> the other team's offense. Yes. Skip, Debo Samuel, mm. run after oh, the catch. Ayuk, oh. run after the catch. Hey, Kittle, Kittle can, he can run fly, after the catch. Man. McCaffrey, yep. swing passes, run after the catch. Yep. There you go, Richard. I gave you some love. There we go. I appreciate that. Key, Key, this is this is the, a virtual hug. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right, so Richard, who has the best pass rusher on the field in your humble estimation? Uh, Nicholas John Bolson, so San Francisco. Man, I'm just going on eye test of late, and Chris Jones is the biggest game wrecker on the field. And, and he is just getting hotter and hotter, stronger and stronger, better and better. He is becoming unblockable where, where he wrecks games. So, so to me, he's going to cause problems for Brock Purdy. He's going to be in his face. more. Uh, you can triple block him, whatever you want to do. I just – I, when I watch – He's one of those guys who just, he's on fire. and I, No question. I, no, listen, Bosa, you know, in the big picture, has a better resume. You know, if you, if, yeah, if, if you, if you ask GMs, which one, who do you want, they, they cuter, go Bosa. He has a cuter name. Well, maybe. He Nicholas has a cuter John. name. Yeah. He, he just has, has a, a cuter name. defensive player of the year. No, no, I get that. Look, I'm not saying he's not him. I'm just saying he has a cuter name. The name just, just, the name just, just pops out yeah. to you. That's all. It's just like. 49ers, Bosa. Yeah. But Chris Jones, Skip, is just a space eater that can go. He, he can he got go. A lot of, he got a lot of number 99 and Warren Sapp in him. He does. He, he does. Can, he can play he's the run. Yeah, he's a, he's a monster. He's, he's a monster. No, he's way bigger than way Sapp, bigger. but Sapp wasn't no, yeah. small either. But he's such a space eater in the yeah. run game, but he also can get off and go harass the quarterback. Yeah. Really can't. No, he's he's a definitely a game record. That's why he was sitting out the first game of the season against the Detroit <laughs> right. Lions, asking them for more money Correct. because he said, "Hey, you guys are a different defense if I'm not out there, yeah. and I want you to guys to show me the money and show me your appreciation for what I bring to this team." And there were fans out there saying, "Oh, well, we don't really need him. Get rid of him. He doesn't deserve the money." Uh, you take him out of this game, Skip, I would feel really, really good about my pick. I, I'd probably increase the score substantially. You I, and I so agree. you are to totally okay. right. He Fair is enough. a game record. He is on that defense. He is a linchpin. All I right. just believe that these tackles against Nicholas John Bosa is going to be the matchup to watch. And if if the refs let him play, it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch. Yes, it will. All right. Now we're down to the biggest X factor. Richard, you've said for weeks now how much you believe in Brock Purdy. But we did mm -hmm. see him on Christmas, what was it, night. He threw the four interceptions. A couple weren't his fault against Baltimore at mm -hmm. home. And then we saw him struggle some in the first half against Green Bay. And he struggled quite a bit in the first half against Detroit. And then he got it back together against both of them and took the game over late against both of them to pull those games out. Do, mm -hmm. you, do you really completely, utterly trust him in a game of this magnitude up against that quarterback on this stage? Skip, Skip if I could sit there and point out games Patrick Mahomes has struggled this year. I could talk, bring up the Denver game where they scored yep. nine points yep. and they got beat. I could bring up games where, where he had multiple turnovers and he struggled. He had 14 interceptions this year. Skip, 
I don't, that, that Noah does not concern me that Brock Purdy is going to struggle in this game. I watched the second half of the, the Detroit game where he thrived, where he, where he made passes. I watched the, the part of the, uh, the Green Bay game. He freaking brought his team back to win the game. I've watched this young man play fantastic football for the most part throughout this season. I watched him be near the league lead in touchdowns and yards despite being 20th in, in attempts and passing attempts. Yep. And so I feel really good about the poise this young man has shown both on and off the field. I think he's going to have a fantastic game. I think he's focused and dedicated. I think he's going to understand where the pressures are coming from. I think he and Kyle Shanahan have a, have a great relationship, a great chemistry, a great rapport, better than he has no had with, with Jimmy G or any other. Even uh, I feel like it's comparable to what he had with Matt Ryan the year Matt Ryan won the MVP in 2016, and they just had that incredible run to the Super Bowl in Atlanta. I think I feel really great about the game Brock Purdy is going to have on the national stage, the biggest stage, quiet all these debates, quiet all these haters, and it's going to be a marvelous Monday in the office, Skip. I can't wait to be there. (laughs) Here's the problem, Skip, when you say what's going to happen to Brock Purdy. There's a guy that won seven Super Bowls named Tom Brady who wore 12. When Tom Brady, second wave, meaning second wave, not the first three, but the second wave of Tom Brady, he applied so much pressure to the guy playing against him at the quarterback position. Yeah. Brock Purdy hasn't seen that yet. That last year, that 44 that they hung on them, that's, that's applying pressure. Yeah. Because now I look across the field at 15, and I have to try and duplicate what he's doing. Mm. So I'm applying. That pressure's applied. Yeah. Brock Purdy may have a fantastic game. He may play lights out and win the MVP. But I will never look at it and say, well, Patrick Mahomes is not applying pressure to Brock Purdy. Because every time Patrick Mahomes does something on the positive side, Brock Purdy's going to try to duplicate that. Whether Kyle Shanahan wants him to or not. Because that pressure, I watched Tom Brady his entire career, especially the second half of his career when he won the other Super Bowls, and the pressure that he would apply to those quarterbacks trying to duplicate his success. You talk about that Super Bowl failure about the Atlanta Falcons. When Tom Brady Mm -hmm. started coming back (laughs) and dealing and willing, that that Atlanta Falcons team, they got tight. Mm -hmm. That quarterback and Matt Ryan, it fell apart. MVP Matt Ryan. They they had never been there. Those those players had never been there. There's been seven guys, six guys that have been to a Super Bowl from this team. A couple guys that played against the same Patrick Mahomes. I'm only talking about talking about the quarterback. I'm not talking about the rest of the team. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying I'll talk about since you brought up Tom, since you brought up Tom, I'll bring up this point. Because you talk about applying pressure. Sure, he beat a lot of guys. He got seven Super Bowls. But the guys who just had nothing to lose, the guys who were who were like, man, there's no way this guy could beat Tom Brady. There's no way Nick Foles could beat Tom Brady. There's no way Eli and the Giants are coming in to beat Tom Brady. The guys who had nothing to lose, whose expectations for that particular guy were low, just like Brock Purdy. Right? There's no way Brock Purdy can beat Patrick Mahomes. There's no way. Those guys, you got nothing to lose. There's not a pressure in the world on Brock Purdy. If he loses the game, they'll just say he's a seventh no, round no, we're, pick we're not, we're who not, lost I'm to Patrick Mahomes. Not, that, that, but that's not You're the conversation, You're saying applying though. pressure. I, that's I'm, not I'm, the conversation, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, though, I'm getting there. You're saying applying pressure. I'm, I'm hearing the conversation. I know your point. You're saying applying pressure. I'm saying he's going to feel none of that pressure because I did, I he totally does not, disagree. he's not competing. I totally, 
I totally you can disagree. Do, totally disagree. But I would say the same thing about Eli. If you called Eli Manning right now, did you feel pressure playing against Tom Brady? He'll say, I had nothing to lose. He, no, I, he I had won't say that. You he will not say that. Did you feel, feel pressure playing Tom Brady? He'd be like, I had nothing to lose. I'm, we're on, we're on borrowed time. I'm out here on the run of my life. Eli. I'm out of time in my life. This is a second-year quarterback. He's not sitting there like, man, I'm in my 10th year. If I don't do this now, I'm never going to get to do it. This is a guy that totally believes in himself, totally believes in his team, not going to feel better than this pressure. I, I, I think you're missing the point, or maybe I didn't explain it well enough for a Stanford gentleman to understand. What I am simply saying mm -hmm. is that when you play against guys like Patrick Mahomes, they apply pressure to you as an individual to try to duplicate what they're doing. Playing against Jordan Love and coming back in the fourth quarter, that's not the same as Patrick Mahomes. Playing against Jared Goff and coming back in the fourth quarter, that's not the same as playing against Patrick Mahomes. Skip, is all I'm saying. Tom Brady applied pressure to quarterbacks, okay, good ones, to try to duplicate what he was able to do. That's what all the great ones have done. Joe Montana did it for years when he was winning the Super Bowl. Guys looked across the field and was like, I, I got to do what he's doing. I mean, that's just... I don't, I don't, I, 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 I hear what you're saying, Keith, but that, that, I, I feel like your point is invalid. I mean, they were getting blown out against Matt Ryan, and then they just stopped running the ball. And like his whole, it wasn't like, oh, he felt the pressure, and yes, then he didn't play when, well. They were winning 28 to 3. he had to so come was, back, it, he couldn't do it he because the back, other cool, dude was he doing it. Plays. Mm. But, but I'm saying, there wasn't a pressure where Matt Ryan was like, man, I got a match time. He was winning 28 to 3. But you're not so listening. So it's not like I, he felt some pressure. Well, you were I'm trying to explain but it is making you a different way for me. Y'all can go ahead and talk academic Yeah. Because I'm using your point to make a, a, a I, I, to argue I, against it. We're on borrowed time here with this dude. All right. Real quick point about Eli Manning to you, Keyshawn. Yeah. One reason I don't think Eli felt much pressure against Brady is because his father was one of the greatest college quarterbacks ever and a pro quarterback, a starter for a bad team. And his big brother was becoming one of the great quarterbacks in the history of the game. So he's blue blooded. He just like he grew yeah, up yeah, with yeah. success. Yeah, like he, it's just he, what, I, he, it's what he you did. do. A couple right? a couple Bad, good plays was on their side to win those Super Bowls. But guess what? That NASCAR defense yeah. is what got at Brady and company with Michael Strahan and company. But, but Eli just seemed to, like, go in blinking like, I'm a Manning. Like, I, 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 I'll figure this yeah. out. Like, we, can, we can say that all we want because okay. of his persona and his personality. And yes. he's just kind of like that guy that just goes he, about he his just business. Goes, he just but at the same plays. time... Internally, yeah. you will never sell me on believing that he didn't feel the pressure yeah. of playing I, against those two teams. Yeah. Skip, right. uh, Skip, Key, I, I don't know how we could. I'm not going to try to sell you because you're going to believe you what you want to believe. You convicted. Yeah. Bad I got salesman. you. Right. I'm not going to try to sell you. Bad I just going to say he played him in two Super Bowls and he beat him twice. So I, okay. you can say he what did. you feel about it. No, he did. It didn't happen he just did. once. It happened he, twice. He, he did. But I'm going to say this about Brock Purdy. I think he fully believes in himself, and I don't think he'll feel this pressure. And if he wins this game, we will finally have a rival for, for Patrick Mahomes that is legitimate. Okay. Like, you might not like it. You might not love it and say, oh, what? man, it's rival. Just a rival. A rival. Because yeah. it, it, there will be three guys that – one guy that has beat him in the Super Bowl that is, that right. is still playing. All right, so it Richard, be uh, allow me to throw, to cap this off with one stat. This is my favorite Super Bowl stat of all, and it concerns your guy, Brock Purdy.
because I would like to put to oh, bed forever this this misrepresentation of him as a game manager. I keep hearing it. I heard it all last night. Game manager. What? So my favorite stat is the quarterback who had the highest success rate of passes that traveled 20 or more yards in the league, deeper passes, was Brock Purdy. It's, Brock he's Purdy. the flip side of game managing. He will try just about anything. He likes to go deep. They will go deep. He, he's going to throw the ball all over the lot. And Kyle's good with it because it's in Kyle's blood to do just that. But my point to you is, on this stage, when, when you take those kind of chances, he, he got away with a couple. Uh, you know, he got away with one against Green Bay when the end of the pick six got dropped by Savage. The Dak got pick sixed on. And he got away with the, the throw that hit the kid in the face mask and bounced up to Ayuk for the big completion. So my point is, he's fearless in, in throwing the ball. He, he's going to take his shots. He's going to be the opposite of Patrick Mahomes in this game because he'll be bombs away. So No question. I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, there's some X factor there. Rich is like the guy in the shoe like department. That, at the, yeah. Richard, you like the guy in the shoe department in the, in the, in the store trying to sell me on some shoes that I don't want. Right. That's okay. That That's okay. Somebody yeah. gonna buy. I, I asked for you. you I asked for black. Anyway, Why right? are you bringing me brown leather? Yeah. And I asked for canvas. Yeah, but when the shoe salesman because, says you look so good, because in them, it you just say, looks better on you. You know what I mean? I, 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 I take them. He said that bitch just trying to sell me. I love you though, man. Mm-hmm. You're all right. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, Richard Sherman, you played in three Super Bowls. You won one, but you were in position to win the two that you lost. Keyshawn, you played in one. You won it big when your Bucks annihilated the Oakland Raiders 48-21. to But I need you both to be objective here. What was the greatest Super Bowl game ever? Key, you go first. Um, the one, I mean, the greatest one that I laid my eyes on probably would be that Arizona Super Bowl 43 in 2008, that Arizona Cardinal mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers Super Bowl. 27-23, James yeah. Harrison, 100-yard uh, <coughs> TD interception return yeah. right before the half. Larry Fitzgerald with two minutes, 37 seconds left in the game, 64-yard money to the house yep. on the slant. Then the toe tap with 35 seconds, Big Ben rolls to his right, hits Antonio Holmes in the back pylon, touchdown. I mean, that, that, that had to be the best Super Bowl that I've ever seen just because of the back and forward that they was going back and forth, especially late in that fourth. I mean, this is ridiculous, man. The catch alone, the concentration... I don't think people realize how hard. Damn the throw. Damn the throw. How you going to damn the throw? No, no, I'm just saying damn the throw. throw. It was a hell of a throw. But to have the wherewithal to understand where your feet are, where you are on the football field, 35 seconds to go, the ball is going between three people. That's hard, all that distraction. And to be able to snap it, 
come down with it? Oh, man. Now, Ben made a hell of a throw. I'm just saying, I'm talking about and the catch, though. Fully extended. Fully, fully extended. extended. But then again, you said be objective. I can't be. Our Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm just telling you, our Super Bowl, Super Bowl 37, the Buccaneers, we pounded on the Raiders, 48-21. Oh, so you, you, you just switch choices? You just... Well, I'm giving you one, but I also got to give you ours. I can't, you think I could, you think I'm just going to talk about the Steelers and their Super Bowl victory and not mention the fact that we just slapped the Raiders upside down? We dominated them from front to back. Every time I watch these clips, I get so mad. You do. Because we should have went on a Super Bowl run. Yeah. But because people got their egos Mm -hmm. involved, they completely dismantled our team unnecessarily after the Super Bowl victory, mm. and, you know, we, mm. they didn't win another Super Bowl. The top, terrific time came into town. So, mm. yeah, was I get that, mad. Is that the you, coach's you, fault? You, 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 Man, you, I, it would, what you say, we need a whole nother show to go through the whole thing. Trust <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Trust me. All right. I mean. He, he, wait, till I, wait till I tell you what, did, what, what derailed my second Super Bowl. Wait till I tell you this story from the one-yard line, but it's a story for a different day. But uh, my, my two Super Bowls, obviously the one Key's talking about in 2008, that was what I considered. I mean, that was the one I enjoyed watching as a fan. Like, it just was a dogfight. Larry tried to take over Pittsburgh's defense. Big Ben made the plays. Uh, he just talked about the Santonio Holmes catch. It was an incredible game from start to finish. Like, you were on the edge of your seat. Kurt Warner played a heck of a game. It was just fun to watch. And then, obviously, the one we won um, playing against the number one offense of all time and Peyton at his best, 50-plus t- touchdowns and all this, hurry up, and, and they're just going to, you know, and we went in, and all they kept telling us, well, we don't have a chance, and he's just going to blow the doors off. And when we watched the tape, we were like, oh, we just need to run some gassers. We need to run gassers all week, and we're going to run these dudes off the field. Because they're only running like eight plays. They're only running eight plays. So if you get your feet set and you're ready to defend it and you're not scrambling every single play of their drive, then you just stand up and you hit them in the mouth and we'll get off the field. And that's what we did. We got to the point where their receivers during the drives were were tapping their helmets and coming out the game. And we're sitting there calling them a lot of names we can't say on national TV as they jog off the field. And we're like, hey, you said, y'all said y'all going to run us off the field. Y'all tapping your helmets, 10th player to drive, saying, telling the sub to come in. I don't want to guard him. I want to guard Demarius. Man, block I want to guard Decker. Richard. <laughs> block somebody, man. You celebrate. He run 4-3. Man, block somebody, man. What do I need to block for? He this, runs 4-3. This, this, come on, man. Go get the ball in the end zone. You sitting around jogging. I was, I was trying to, but I was trying to. It was the first play. I wasn't expecting it to go Look there. Look at him, Skip, at the bottom. <laughs> he was celebrating. Go block the man, and the dude probably could have ran that one back. Stop loafing. Look, look, 43 to 8. It was a fun game, fun place. <laughs> we were in New York City. Had a blast. <laughs> hey, I already know you always, Skip. Okay. Dallas Cowboys, no. Roger Starback. No. What? No. no. Dallas Cowboys, no. Troy Aikman. Nope, 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 nope. No, New England Patriots Wait a versus. Second. Yeah. Okay, first of all, to your, both of you love the Arizona Super Bowl against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh pulls it out. Okay, here's my problem with it. Just as a spectator, it's still Arizona. I know it's Kurt Warner. I know it's Larry Fitz. It's Arizona. 
I, I can't, it doesn't have magnitude when it's the Arizona Cardinals. They, they don't qualify. It's a Super Bowl. Okay, and it's but Mike it, Tomlin. It's okay, exciting. But, but it's not great enough. There's not enough magnitude to it for me because the opponent the was the Arizona Cardinals. In the no, end, that's all I need no. to know. They were right. in the damn Super Bowl, Skip. I, I understand. but it right. This is not do the it. Arizona no Cardinals that beat the Dallas Cowboys. All right. So now back to Richard. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch, well, to your other game, nobody wants to watch 48 to 21 or what was it, 43 to 8 or whatever your score was, Richard. Wasn't that it? What do you mean nobody wants to watch? Nobody wants to watch it. They're they're gone by halftime. They're they're having their parties. They're they're turning the TVs off at halftime. What are you talking about? Okay, so let me stop you in your tracks. Great game. It it was a terrible game. That team? Yeah. It was a rock star team with personalities from top to bottom. It was Everybody a wanted to see what Warren would do, what I would do, what Coach Gruden would do, what Brooks would do. It was a mismatch, but you got the number one offense against the number one defense. They wanted to see, just like Richard said, they wanted to see this Peyton Manning. That offense was supposed to go up and down the field with Jerry Rice, Tim Brown, okay, and, and, and Rich Gannon, the MVP. They, everybody wanted to see that. What are you talking about? It was over in, in a quarter. It doesn't matter. It was, it was it a mismatch. Matter. It was a joke. Oh, God, well, stop. Man, we, we, talked about a, we talked about a better game, Skip, and then you talk about this because it's Arizona. Nobody cares about the, 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 the prestige of these teams yeah, when it's do. a Super Bowl just because Arizona hadn't won in the history. That Historical was a great game. Magnitude. So what is it, the Ice Bowl? You ready? Yeah. Well, Richard was in the right area code. He had half of it right, but... It was the next one that Richard played in was by far the greatest game that was ever staged on a Super Bowl platform because it's New England versus the Legion of Boom because Tom Brady and company. New England uh, win another damn Super Bowl? Are you kidding me? Oh, God. Wait, 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 wait. They're down 24 to 14 going to the fourth quarter. It looks like Richard and Legion of Boom are going to dominate Brady and company. And here he came. And he throws for 124 and two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. And you look up and you say, wait a second. Brady's back again. They're ahead 28 to 24. And then here comes Russell Wilson. And with a minute and 14 seconds left, he goes deep to Jermaine Curse for 33 yards. And I look up and it's, wait, wait, it's first and goal at the five-yard line. And it looks like Richard and company are going to prevail. And they hand it to Marshawn, as everybody wanted to do on the next play. Marshawn goes for four yards. And Dante Hightower makes maybe the play of the game except for the final play, but he makes a stop, a nice tackle to keep Marshawn from scoring on first and goal from the five. So now it's second and goal from the one, and we all know what happened on that play, the most shocking final play of any Super oh, Bowl ever. God. It's like it, it was astonishing. Mm. It was, still was a heck of a pounding. Catch. It was I, – I can't believe it happened. I watch it now, and I can't believe That's it happened. That's your fault, Richard. Yeah. Okay. That's my fault. I, I was go, I was walking over to him, Key, key to tell yeah. him, don't throw. Ah, there. Ah, and and it wasn't it wasn't a know. terrible I, pass I, by scared. Russell Wilson. It was pretty much on target to Ricardo Lockett, your possession receiver. Scared. But Malcolm Butler makes the greatest break on a ball I've ever seen. Super Bowl or no Super Bowl? I don't know. Because because you know why he makes that great block? Yeah. Is because the guy that you dislike as mm-hmm. a head coach yeah. in Bill Belichick. Drew it up multiple times and let them know, yeah. hey, when they get into this formation, here's what they're going to do. Yeah. That's why it was a hell of a jump. Yeah. He was the backup and but, just but happened Skip, to be in Skip, the game because the other guys getting toasted. 
Yeah. That was won at the 35 second mark with 35 seconds left in the game. And then Big Ben makes a pass over triple coverage yes. to win the game. Like, I, I don't. I, it's this just, one was won about with the 26 seconds left on the single most stunning play in Super Bowl Skip. history. How can you can't Skip. argue? It's I'm, over. I'm, I got Skip, you. I, I, I just don't see. I don't see it the same as you see it. And I'm talking about bell, the San Antonio Holmes triple coverage. On, uh, I wasn't on the field, but what I'm saying <laughs> is the triple coverage. Big Ben in the corner of the end zone. No, Skip, the end zone right, that was a hard interception, no question. That was a tough interception. I, I still don't understand yeah, how he caught that going downhill. I don't either. I don't but, even know how he caught it. Well, most I don't of know the how he time did it. in those situations, it's a bang bang play. The ball just pops in the air, but he made a hell of a play. Right. But that throw he made and that catch, and you talk about back and forward, 237 in the game, Larry Fitzgerald just housed the slant. You think it Arizona won. It's over. And then what does Big Ben do? He come drive him right back down the field. Yeah. A laser throw in the back pylon. Yeah. Did he throw for 124 in the fourth quarter? Doesn't matter. Okay. I, I, I've never so seen So much like could have gone wrong with that. Yeah. He could have stepped out of bounds. He could have bopped the ball in the air. Big Ben could have got sacked. All of those things. It's that was, Arizona. It doesn't I, I don't care. In the end, I can't even remember it. You just I, don't just like the Cardinals because they always beat the Cowboys. No, they did. That, that's all. They just we, always beat we, the Cowboys. We own the Cardinals. All those years. Uh, they yeah. were, uh, you own on. the Cardinals? Yeah. yeah I ain't did y'all lose it in the last 30 years? Yep. <laughs> come on, yeah. man. Come on. Stop. Scared the Cardinals. How could you, how could you not say that this yeah. Super Bowl in 08, wasn't like one of the all-time greats, if not okay, the greatest. Okay, I'll, I'll give they you one. They had a 100-yard pick six yeah. from a dude that's 280. And mm -hmm. went 100 before no. the half. You know how tiring that is? I know him well. Yeah. That's tiring, Skip. Hey, are you kidding me? 33 yards to Jermaine Curse with a minute left, and all of a sudden it's Marshawn, and it maybe should have been Marshawn again, first yeah. and second goal from the one. You can't do any better. I don't know. It's just I, I don't know. This, the this game shocking. was a lot more yeah. back and forth. Hey, but hey, on spectator games, this was the game. This was the all-time. I didn't do a Dallas Cowboy game. I didn't do one. Well, all the Dallas Cowboy in, games were blowouts. The ones that I can remember. You mean Super against, Bowls? Super Bowls against the Bills, right? Yeah. No, that Bill one was a blowout. What's, what's the other one? Uh, Pasadena was a blowout. Yeah. Pittsburgh was a, a, a was blowout in Arizona. In Arizona. It was Twenty-seven to seventeen. And what was, was the, what was the uh, what was the one in Atlanta? No, it's Buffalo. Again. Buffalo, yeah, it was the, blowouts, it was, man. They were ahead at halftime. But you talk about you talk about me and Rich in Super Bowl. Our so, people wanted well, to watch us. I didn't us. make a case. I yeah, didn't make a case. They wanted to watch us. Though. I guarantee you, those Super Bowls that you just named, those three '90s Super Bowls, had much higher TV ratings than either I of your. Don't games. care about no damn TV no, ratings. No, they don't. Yeah, no, they, they do. Didn't. Yes, no, they, they did. It, these they are probably, the Dallas Cowboys. You guys can't them. touch them. You can't touch them. Nick, find out the, the ratings of those Cowboys people, Super Bowls. Everybody didn't even versus mine. Yeah. Everybody didn't even have a TV in the '90s. Yep. <laughs> the internet wasn't around for us to do these kind of ratings. Yeah. Nobody had a TV. Yeah. I think he got you there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got me. All right, case closed. It was the Malcolm Butler Super Bowl. No mercy. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers 
to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real Steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Once again, your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet from Eric Jamel. Not a Seahawks fan, but I agree with Sherm. Seattle versus Broncos was the best time I had watching a Super Bowl. That level of dominance was shocking to see. Is that you jumping around, Sherm? Yeah, that looks like a parade to me. That's me having it. You know, that was in the middle of my speech after the parade. (laughs) I was getting that thing turned up a little bit. I I think you were turned up. Why y'all wearing y'all jerseys? Yeah. By the way. Because that's what they gave us to wear. Yeah. I think Eric Jamel did not like They wouldn't know who we were otherwise. You know how that goes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Second tweet's from Chris. LeBron to the Clippers. Paul George to the Lakers. One more chip for the King. Not going to happen. Steve Ballmer. Nope. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Nope. Not happen. No damn LeBron. Stop it. No. LeBron is a Clipper. It just doesn't work. I'm sorry. And finally... Speaking of Sherm, Sherman's Super Bowl prediction. I'll be there. Put me in, Coach. LOL. We got Richard with the Niners and the Seahawks pants. <laughs> yeah, I like that. They you gave me my Seahawks legs. legs. If, you yeah. <laughs> if, if they would have gave me my Seahawks legs for the Niners, boy, I would. it would have been something different cooking their skill. I'd say, yeah, there you go. All right. Earlier in the show, I asked Richard and Keyshawn to pick the greatest Super Bowl game ever. Now let's try greatest Super Bowl team ever. Keyshawn, your choice would be? I mean, I could pick a lot of teams, but yes, I'm not. I'm going to pick my team in yeah, Super Bowl I 37. I, I mean, come on, man. Stop it. I mean, I understand you, the Pittsburghs and, the, and, and what they did in their heyday and the Cowboys, what they I get all of that. But that team we had, if certain people didn't screw it up, we probably could have won two or three of them. certain people you keep referring to? <laughs> but I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, be more specific. Yeah, I'm come just, on. We need I'm names. Saying, we don't like anonymous quotes. We, I ain't been yeah. anonymous, but we had yeah. killers on both sides of the ball across the board. We did what we wanted to when we wanted to, but egos got in the way and it derailed our team. If we didn't have all these personalities and egos and everybody just was happy in the situation, we could have won two or three of them. We could have ripped them off. Because we, we were a veteran team, but still had a lot of gas left in our tank. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I know people will say, oh, man, y'all. No, 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 no. We had some killers, dog. Keyshawn, you had Brad Johnson at Doesn't matter. It does not matter. matter. No, it does not. How can you say your all-time greatest team with dude, Brad Johnson? Dude, dude, Brad was good for what we needed him to do. Okay. We didn't need, we didn't need Brett you know Favre. We didn't need those sort of things. When he delivered the football... We capitalized on those sort of things. That back shoulder throw on Woody to Keenan McCardell for the touchdown, that, that, look at that. That's a perfectly thrown pass no, for Keenan to move out of that. I mean, like, bad. come on now. Y'all get caught up in this, yeah. this, this quarterback stuff about having Patrick Mahomes and having Tom Brady. Yes, it would be nice as a luxury. That's nice. But Josh Allen is still in Buffalo trying to figure it out. And he got one of the biggest arms. Okay, our MVP, Lamar Jackson, is at home right now. Brock Purdy is playing in the Super Bowl. You don't have to have Patrick Mahomes to win the Super Bowl. You just don't. See, but 
The three Super Bowls I played against, we played against three of arguably the greatest quarterbacks to play this game. We played against Peyton in one, Tom in one, and Mahomes in you one. You did. You would have gave us Good Brad point. Johnson in any of them, Key. Yeah. We would have took that over them three. I'll tell you what, we would have took Brad Johnson over playing yeah, Peyton, you probably, Tom, you probably would, but guess what you did to Peyton? Yeah, okay. yeah, we, we we did what we needed to do. You know what he but would, I would say our team was the Johnson? greatest. You know yeah. what we would have done to Brad Johnson? We would have behind they, the woodshed. The, the same thing they did to Peyton Manning. They was going to do that's it to true. whoever. You were going to do it to whoever. Come on now, stop it. That's a two show. I'm not going to let y'all but, sit up here and diss would, my dude. <laughs> I, I respect that. I respect you defending your dude. What, I, what, yeah, I, what yeah. I'm losing yeah. a little respect for is, Hey, Skip, Key, Key does never hesitate to drop a name. And now he's hesitating to drop a name? Skip, I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> it's somebody. I got to figure out who this is. Yeah, who is this? Who dismantled who this team? You? Who dismantled your team? Who derailed Man, I don't even need to go down there. I think, people, I think people already know. If they, if they followed the history, I, they yeah. already know. I don't, need to, oh. I don't need to give any light to the name. Well, then you must be talking about John Gruden. You That's can, all I can You can out. say whatever you want to say. I don't know. I, mean, I ain't saying no like, names. I think you know. <laughs> okay, Richard. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm consider me ignorant in this situation. I'm trying to know. What is the best Super Bowl team <laughs> ever? Is. <laughs> uh, mine is. Yeah, Skip. You know the, the, the Legion of Boom and, and Seattle it. Seahawks. With, I knew it. Which know, one? This, this the first unbelievable. One? We, yeah, the first one. I mean, well, well, the second one was just about the same as the first one, yeah. minus a uh, few guys. You know, per- we didn't have Percy on the second one. No. We didn't have uh, Sidney Rice. We didn't have a couple guys like that. But oh, this one we had. Yeah. yeah, the first one. We we had the best team, but we were a really young team. And I, I, I expected us to go to multiple. We should have won the year before um, when Pete calls a timeout in the Atlanta game. <laughs> And they missed the field goal. It's Pete's fault. And then, Pete's fault. then they turn around and make the field goal. Yeah. But I think this is going to be go down as one of the best teams to, to ever be put together, it's, similar to that Tampa Bay Buccaneers no, team, no, no, similar no, get, to that get, get, Baltimore get, get, Ravens team. Don't mention our team and your team in the same breath. Please uh, do not. Okay, don't disrespect that, me like that. Don't, don't disrespect mention me like that. my Sean, guys in the same they, breath. They did have y'all. a real don't, don't disrespect me like that. They had a Charlie check down, too. Oh, God, stop. If we... Man, we would go, if we go check line down. for line, we would be competitive in just about every right. Bobby Wagner is one of the greatest I'm linebackers to ever play in the game. It. Cam Chancellor, one of the best safeties going, to ever play in the game. I'm not I doing it, Richard. I'm exactly. not going to do that. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it because you don't want to do that. If we, we did we, that, we got a Hall of Famer on every single level. Yeah. And Simeon Rice and is sitting and waiting for the call right now. So let's not do that. What I'm telling you, what I'm telling you is... If you compare Bobby Wagner to any linebacker you had and his accolades, his are going to Bobby, <laughs> survive the test of time. Bobby, the, Bobby Wagner, the Bobby Wagner is, is one of the best to ever play. Cam yeah. Chancellor, he's, Earl Thomas, two of the best good, to ever play. They were good safeties. Yeah. They were good safeties? I'm not saying no, that they were No, they were great safeties. But, but don't but do we'll, this. We'll look up. You get to do it now because you're, they already got their gold jackets. My guys yeah. aren't eligible to get gold jackets for a while. But, I just said don't do it. But I then mean. offensively, don't, well, don't go stop. there. Because offensively, we were better. We were better, uh, too. I don't know if y'all was better offensively. Yeah, we just didn't. We, we didn't, were better. We, didn't, no, we, had a, we had a, a dink and dunk session going on on our offense. Yeah, you did. That's, that's just we where would, we were. I, we would have caved your quarterback's hand. my turn. <laughs> and Richard is going to accuse me of going back to the days pre-electricity, and I don't care. 
because <laughs> I am right about what I'm about to say. Candles and oil, uh, candles in, yeah, in, in water wheels, huh? <laughs> Super Bowl 13 featured the greatest collection of talent in yeah. a championship game I have ever seen on That's any Pittsburgh. field, any, any floor, any yeah. championship in any sport you ever want to talk about. Yes, this was the greatest Dallas Cowboy team featuring Roger Staubach and Tony Dorsett and, and the doomsday defense. Randy against, White was on there too, huh? Yes, he was. And Two Tall Jones. Two and they Jones, were just yeah. flat out loaded, Drew Pearson. But this Pittsburgh team, because i got to give our man Terry Bradshaw some Terry love. Bradshaw. I know people, most of the younger generation, they only know him as, as a TV personality on Fox. But listen. Swanee. Hey, Lynn Swan was on this team. But Terry Bradshaw was the regular season MVP that year in 1978, and he was the Super Bowl MVP because he threw for 318 yards on a hellacious good defense in the days when nobody threw. That was the most yards anybody ever thrown at that point in a Super Bowl game. Ooh. This Pittsburgh Steelers team had, <laughs> had 11 <laughs> Hall of Famers. 11. It's beyond even what yeah. you guys had Mel, because Mel we're, we're talking about both sides of the ball were just flat out yeah. loaded. Because Franco. If you, yeah, if you got Franco and Lynn Swan and John Stallworth and Mike Webster Mike at center, Webster who's center. maybe the greatest center Bradshaw. ever. Yes, and, and Franco, and I'm not even talking about Rocky Blyer because he didn't yep. make this. Yep. They had 13 either pro bowlers or first team or second team all pros. 13 out of 22 on defense, it's the Sheesh. steel curtain with Mean Joe Green, and the two linebackers are just the Jack Ham and Jack Lambert. Jack's and listen, I, I, I got to ask Richard, do you know Mel Blunt, Richard? Do you know of him? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yes, I do. Hey, I do. He, he was, was the, the standard. Most, he was the most physical corner I ever saw. I'm not saying he was beyond Deion Sanders or Darrell or you, but on physicality back in the day he, when they let you play – Physical football, I've never seen anything like him. They changed the rule because of him. They changed the rule because of Mel Blunt. They did. They, they, they changed, changed the rules the rule. of football. And you know Swanee from USC. Oh, yeah. He just took yeah. these games over. He was making circus catches all over the field. What did you say, Richard? Yeah. Look at that ball, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that was Wait, a that's a little wobbly. Yeah, I, know. I thought it was a punt for a minute. It was a dime. Yeah. It was windy. It was down in Miami. It was windy. No mercy. No mercy.